get this started. What are you going to talk about? I'm talking about sampling records. Now they say about the crazy ones. The most. Hip-hop means everything to me. It's, it's my culture. Huh. Crazy, man. You're, you're now rocking with the Twin City Tone Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Base. You know. I'm the king of my city. The Twin City Tone Podcast. Base. All right, we're live. Welcome to another episode of the Twin City Tone Podcast. I believe this is episode number seven. Today's episode, yeah, number seven. <laughs> We're getting up there. <laughs> Yo, this episode is brought to you by the good folks over at NewNativeHipHop.com. Make sure to visit NewNativeHipHop.com for your daily dose of hip-hop. Got a special guest with me today. Goes by the name of Wolfgang Chris. What up? Welcome to the Twin City Tone Podcast. How y'all doing? Hey. <laughs> Yo, big shout out to DJ D-Mill. He's always in here holding it down, running the boards for us. Make sure to follow him at DJ D-Mill. Follow me at Twin City Tone. Wolfgang Chris, where can they follow you? Follow me at The Midwest Wolf on all social media. All social media. The, yeah. At The Midwest Wolf. At The Midwest Wolf. Yeah, man. So let's just jump right into it. I've known you for a long time. Yeah. You were buzzing a few years back, like throughout the city of Minneapolis, St. Paul, on the open mic circuit. Yep. As Sprouse. Right. That My was your stage name. name. Sprouse. Right. Okay. So then you kind of fell back from the music for a little while. Yeah. You know, and I think that one thing that was connecting with people is your style is very different. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely, um, yeah. Nobody really has a style like you, especially not in the city here. Right. So you were doing that. You fell back. What made you fall back? Did you just lose motivation or what was it? No, it wasn't motivation. Um, prioritizing, man. This is family stuff. Kids yep. had to make money. Yep. You know, um, just trying, trying the working man shit, I guess. Okay. You know? The working man is a sucker. Right. That's what I hear. Yeah. I don't know. Being a, being a uh, free-range slave, mm-hmm. if you will. Yep. Okay, so you did that. Yep. And then you came back. Yep. And you were, you were going by the name Evil Chris. For, for a short a period of time. Very short period of time. Yep. And now recently, the emergence of Wolfgang Chris. Correct. Which, I like that name the best out of all names you've ever had. Me Wolf too. And Chris. I like that too. Yeah. So big things are going on. Now you're, you're in the middle of recording a new project. Yep, yep. Which is called? Severed Devils. Severed Devils. Severed Devils. Okay. I like Watch that. Watch for it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a release date on that or what? I do not have a release date right now. Okay. But uh, it's getting close. Yeah. It's getting close to being finished. Okay. Once How many- it's finished, then, you know. At least the music's being close to being finished. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, and from what I've heard so far, it sounds amazing. Well, thank so you. This is this is the official T-O-N-Y cosign right here. <laughs> right on, thank you. <laughs> it sounds good, man. So um, no release date as of yet. Now, how many songs can we expect on Severed Devils? I'd say uh, six. Six. Six, yeah. Good. Six is a good number. Yeah, it sounds like a good number. Maybe seven, I don't know yet. Six or seven, yeah. okay. All right, cool, cool. So I know you don't have a specific release date, but are we thinking first quarter next year, second quarter, summertime, uh, fall? No, it's gonna be it's gonna be springtime next year. Springtime, okay. Yeah. So yeah. within the next six months. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Definitely. Absolutely. Right. Maybe earlier. We'll Maybe see. earlier. All right. So let's kind of go back, man. Let's talk about how you first got into music and when you started it, and started writing and all of that. Okay. So uh, now you you didn't <clears throat> grow up here though. I did. You grew up here? Yeah, mostly. Oh, okay. I thought you grew up in Texas. No, I spent about four years in Texas. 
But okay. I, I lived in Minnesota for Where were you born? Denver, Denver, Colorado. You were born in Denver? Yeah. Okay, so then you, how long did you live in Denver? Shit, I don't even know. I was a baby, man. We moved to California <laughs> shortly after. All right, so born in Denver, yep. Colorado. Yeah. After that, you moved to California. Correct. L.A., San Francisco. We bounced around a lot. Okay. Orange County, San Diego, L.A. Okay. All right. Uh, you know. So you were in California until what age? Uh, we moved out of California when I just turned six. Okay. Right after my dad got out of prison. Okay. Yep. So was your dad in prison when you were born? No, it was my stepdad actually, but my mom met him while he was in prison. Gotcha. So he was in Folsom prison. He got out. Folsom. Yep. Okay. And then we we jetted to Minnesota to link up with my brother. Okay. Yep. Where? 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 All right. So you turn six. Your stepdad gets out of prison. Yep. Now, had you met him? Yeah, yeah. We went to visit him all the time in Folsom. So how did your mom meet him while he was in prison? She met it, She met him through his cousin, which was a friend of hers, who used to take care of us boys while she went to work. Okay. Yeah. And it's you and two brothers? Uh, just one, actually. One brother? Yeah. You're the youngest? Yeah. Okay. I thought you had two brothers. I actually have five. You have five brothers? Right, but he's the only one I was living with. Hey, it's complicated, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're digging right. in, man. You're digging in. You're going to get. You're gonna get the shit. All right, so listen. So we got to rewind it. So now five brothers. Yep. Never so met the, one of them. Huh? Never met one of them. Hold on, man. So there's six boys total. Yes. No girls. One sister. Oh my. <laughs> hey, right. man. All right, let's. So all the same dad or no? No. no. All the same mom, no. Nope. Okay. All right, break it down for <laughs> me, man. So. All right. So I have one full-blooded brother. He's Which the one is, that I, I grew up with the yes, most. That's the one you were living with in California. Yep. Okay. Yep. So he's full blood. Same yep. dad, same mom. Okay. Then I have two half brothers through my mom. Okay. Then I have two half brothers through my dad. Yep. One of which I've never met, and a half sister, which I've never met. Okay. Okay. Yep. And are you the youngest? I'm the youngest of everybody. Okay. Yep. All right. So now. Your stepdad was in full. What about your real dad? Did you ever know your real dad? Uh, he died when I was six. Oh, okay. But, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Okay, okay. He wasn't the best father. Okay. So your stepdad gets out of prison. Yep. And you guys move from California to? To Anoka, Minnesota. Anoka, Minnesota when you were six years old. Yep. Okay. So Denver to California to Minnesota. Yep. All right. So you moved to Minnesota, and you're here until what age? 13. 13? Yep. Okay. Seventh grade, we moved away to Texas. Then you moved to Texas. So what, what, what caused the move from Minnesota down to Texas? Well, my brother got in some legal trouble again, okay. and uh, he ran on his warrant. He skipped bail. Okay. And he took off to yep. California for a while. And how old was then, he at the time? I don't even know, man, honestly. It's been so many times. Pretty young, though, no? Yeah, he was really young. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's in and out of you know detention centers and shit since he was a little kid. This is your full brother, yeah. full blood brother. Yep. yep. Okay. Mark Sprouse. Okay. Yep. So he got in some trouble in Minnesota. He skipped out, went to Cali for a while. We stayed in Noka, and then he got in trouble in Cali and skipped from Cali, and went to Texas. And he was staying with our uncle. Okay. So we went to Texas. My mom had been trying to sell the house in Anoka for a long time. Okay. So finally sold. We moved to Texas. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so you go to Texas at 13, and that's a pretty awkward age to move, I would think. I think you know I was I mean? 12, 13 or 12. Either I don't way, know. like you're yeah. in middle school. like that. Right. That's kind of a bad time to move. It's like you have your friend group up here, you move down there. Yeah. I mean, the older we get, I, I think the less friendly we become oh, in yeah, regards sure. to like letting new people into our circle and meeting new friends and stuff like that. So to come into a middle school, I mean, I remember, see, I went to the same school, kindergarten through 12th grade. But my senior year, I got into some trouble, and my mom flew me out of here. I didn't skip out on bail or skip out a warrant, but, you know, it was getting a little hot in the city for me. Right. So my mom was like, hey, I can, I can you, relate. Got, you got to go. So I went to move. I went to live with my auntie down in Virginia Beach. Okay. And to move away senior year, that's tough. Yeah, that's rough. You know, I went to this new school. And I was only there for like three months, though. And my mom wanted me to stay down there and graduate. But I was like, nah, like I, I'm coming back to graduate with my class. Yeah. So I stayed down there for like three months, bought a ticket, came back on the Greyhound. And the rest is history. I lived happily ever after. But anyway, <laughs> but so I can imagine, you know, going in uh, to a new school, 12, yeah. 13 years old. That was tough, right? Yeah, it was really tough, actually. It mm-hmm. wasn't just it wasn't just the, the move itself and having different people, but the demographics were different as well. Okay. Talk, t- talk about that a little bit. Well, I went from pretty much an all-white school yep. to flip it around, like all-black school. Okay. I was one of like three three white kids in the whole school. Okay. So, so that was tough. That was really rough, man, and I didn't expect it. I didn't see it coming, okay. honestly. So what, what part of Texas was this? We were in uh, southwest Fort Worth. Okay. So it was Wedgwood. Okay. Middle school, yeah. All right. So talk about that, man, being like one of three white kids in an all-black school. Oh, man. Like I said, it wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really make many friends. Okay. Made a lot of enemies. Okay. Um, back then, I was the type to, like, avoid a fight, you know? Yeah. Didn't really want to fight anybody. Yep. And I uh, just got sick of it, man. It kept cornering me and... One day I just snapped. Okay. Snapped, started fighting back, you know? Yeah. Stopped going to school, started skipping every day, okay. drinking, you know, whatever. Drinking? Oh, yeah. At, that, at 12, 13? I was drinking before we moved to Texas. So you were drinking up here in Minnesota? Yeah, I was drink, drinking, smoking weed at age 10. Wow. Yep. Wow. Okay. Influences, you know? Yeah. Yep. So were you just hanging out with the wrong kids? More or less. Yeah. Okay. Yep, to start with, for sure. It was all my brother's friends, and they were my friends, too. So, okay. Yep. Your brother's how many years older than you? He's two, almost to the almost to the day. So you guys are pretty close in age. Yep. Okay. All right, so you move into this new school, one of three white kids, so you're getting picked on a lot down there. Yep. Tested. Yep. And one day you snap. Yep. So talk about the day you snap. What happened? I was you in the remember? locker room, and uh, the gym class... Can't remember if we were getting ready for gym or closing it out or whatever. Yep. But this kid came up to me and he had three three friends behind him. He was just a little dude. He mm-hmm. was smaller than me. Yep. But the three three of his friends behind him were bigger. And uh, came up to me. He kept poking my chest. Kept poking my fucking chest, saying, "What are you looking at, you little dick, white boy?" Over <laughs> and over. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck this." And I pushed his ass over the bench. He had that, you know, the benches that are bolted yeah, right to in the, the middle. floor. Yeah. Yep. 
I shoved him as hard as I could. He fell over the bench, and I jumped over the bench and fucking started hitting him. Of course, it didn't last long. I got yanked off, and I got fucking, I got the shit kicked out of me. But they tried. They took me to the office. I just got up and left. Yeah. Yeah. I went. I went off to my friend's house. Sat down, shaved my fucking head. Decided I was going to be racist. That day. Yep. That was the day. Okay. Yeah. So like. And you know, and I'm I'm glad you said that because we've we've talked about this before yeah. a little bit, a little bit. And uh, so, you know, racism isn't something that you're born with. You're taught, right? right not so at all. How was your upbringing, like with your stepdad and your mom and all that? Like, was there was there a racism tone in the house? Not really projected toward me. Um, we had the Hell's Angels in and out of our house sometimes, you know, in, in Anoka. Okay. Um, my dad and my mom made some friends in that club. Yep. And I mean, so that kind of shit was around. Yep. But it wasn't anything I ever picked up on. You know, I never, it never sunk into me. I was always into hip hop. I was always in, like, I never, I never saw somebody with a different color skin as, as anything lesser than human, anything less than me. You know? Yep. So, but let me, so like, what if you came home one day with a black friend? Your mom and your stepdad. Oh, I had a black girlfriend I came home with, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. At, Her at name 12, was Maria. 13. Maria, yeah. Really? Yeah. And your mom was cool with it? Yeah, she was totally cool stepdad with it. Stepdad was cool with it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I actually, I think he was dead at that point, but. Oh, your stepdad died too? He died when I was eight, yeah, right in our kitchen. Holy shit. Okay, yeah. we got to rewind now. <laughs> so he was only around for two years then? More or less, yeah, he was free for two years. I mean, we knew him, and you know, we well, went to see prison, him in right. prison all the but time. But I'm saying, you guys moved. He was a great dad, by the way. Was he? Yeah. Okay. So you guys moved from California, Minnesota. Yep. Two years later, he dies in the kitchen. Yep. Had a heart attack. Did you see it? Yep. In I was the only him. one who saw him drop. Damn. Yeah. We were gonna watch a movie. Him and my mom had gotten divorced. He came over to visit with us, you know, family okay. and shit. And uh, we went up to the store, got some movies and some candy. Came back. They were starting the movie in the living room. My dad went to the kitchen to get something to drink, and I followed him in there. And I watched him reach for the fridge, and as soon as he touched the handle, he dropped. He was dead before he hit the floor. Damn, man. Yep. You can still see it in your mind, huh? Yep. Never forget it, man. Wow. Sorry to hear that, man. This is what it is. It's like That's 26 crazy. years ago or something. Something like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that happened. And then... um so when you moved down to uh, Texas, it was just you and your mom and your brother. Yep. So well, was, my brother was already there. Cause like I right, said, so it was just you and your mom. So it was just me and my mom. Okay. We had some family friends that helped us move and stuff, but okay. it was just right. us. Okay, so let's go back to the day okay. when you got into the fight. Yep. Went to the office, said, fuck this, I'm out. Left the school, yep. went to your friend's house, yep. shaved your head. Yep. Was your friend racist? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. at the time, yeah. Did he have his head shaved too? She did not have her head oh, shaved. Oh, she, my bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, it wasn't like a thing where, you know, don't don't get it wrong. We didn't have, like, fucking meetings. We weren't KKK. You know, we weren't, you know, it wasn't like a sit around and hate black people kind of a thing. There was always just, like, an undertone of it mm -hmm. there. It's more like we we stuck to each other. Okay. We defended each other. Okay. And because of the environment we were in, you know, that's who we projected our hatred toward. For okay. sure. Yeah. So did you meet this girl at the school? Did she go to the same school? No, she was a friend of my brother's. 
She was uh my brother was after her. She like he wanted her, so Okay. Yeah. Got you, got you. Okay. So, <clears throat> right, so you shave your head. Yep. Now do you go back to school the next day? No, I don't think I did. Honestly I don't remember. Okay. But I started skipping school like almost every day. My mom would drop me off, I'd walk in one door and right out the fucking other door. Okay. You know. Did she have any idea you were skipping? No. 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 Okay. Then I'd go to summer school at the end of the year, pass all that shit, move okay. up. So so the school is primarily black. What about the neighborhood you're living in? Same. Same. Yep. So you're like the only white person in the neighborhood, basically. Yeah, black and Latino. There's okay. a couple others. You know, we lived in a big apartment complex. Okay. Yeah. So now, did you share that same dislike for, you know, Spanish, Latinos? No, not at all. No. No, I had I had a few Latino friends, actually, people that uh, defended me. Okay. You know, stuck up for me. Okay. So... What about your brother? Was he was he racist as well? Yeah, I mean, it got progressively worse as the years went on. Honestly, for you or for your brother? Or for for both? both of us. You guys got more and more racist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I guess I'm trying. So was it because before you moved to Texas, you didn't feel that way at all? No, not at all. Okay, and it was after you got into the school and you started getting picked on and bullied and pushed around that yeah. that made you. Yeah, I felt like I was being hated on for my skin color. Okay. You know? Yep. Which was the case. Yeah. And I just, I turned around and I projected my anger in the wrong direction. Yep. You know? I didn't try to use it to do something positive. I was like, fuck it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Tear into them. So did you get into a lot of fights then around the neighborhood as well? Anytime anybody looked at me cockeyed. You did? Yeah. I stopped backing down, man. Okay. Before that, I'd back down. I'd just fucking let it happen. So, I mean, at that point, so you're walking around with a shaved head looking like a skinhead. Right. And that's why you shaved your head. Right. For that image. Correct. Correct? Okay. Yeah. Got you. So, at what point, I mean, you went back to school eventually. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I passed eighth grade, right? Yeah. By going to summer school. I shouldn't have fucking passed. Because mm -hmm. I was never there. Yeah. And then... uh Things were getting kind of hot for me down there. Okay. So my mom sent me back here. Sent you back to Minnesota? Yep. At what age? I was ninth grade, so... Did you have family up here? Well, we had a family friend. He was actually a... Uh, he was like a father figure to me after my dad died. He made okay. my dad's gravestone. That's how my mom and him met. Okay. But she sent me to live with him. Yep. Christian man. Yep. Like really devout, really devout Christian. Okay. Um, not racist at all. Yep. I'm really god godly guy, and I went to a Christian school for all of ninth grade. What school? Uh, Coon Rapids Christian School. Okay. Yep. I went there for all of ninth grade. Had a I had the highest GPA in the school. Nice. 4.0. Good. And uh, went back to Texas for the summer. So, the, now the the school you went to, I would imagine, was not very diverse in Coon Rapids. No. Because Coon Rapids isn't a very diverse area. No, it's not. Okay. All right, now, are you still walking around with the shaved head at this point? No, I let my hair grow. Let your hair grow. Do you still yeah. have the same mentality, though, at this point? Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty much. So, all right, so you passed ninth grade, flying colors, 4.0 GPA. Yeah. Summertime comes. Back to Texas. Back to Texas. At that point, my mom had moved um, to Mesquite, Texas. Okay. A suburb of Dallas. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
So I went back up, back down there, hooked up with my brother, started getting into the bad shit again, you know, smoking cigarettes again, drinking, yeah. smoking weed. Okay. Dabbled with some harder shit. Okay. That's when shit started getting really nuts, though. That summer, summer after ninth grade year. Yeah. Now, did you go down there with the intention to just visit for summer vacation and go back to yep. Minnesota in the fall? Absolutely, yep. Okay. So did that happen? No. No? No, it didn't. Okay. Was that your choice? No, it was not. Whose choice? I'm not really sure, man. I mean, I think it was Doug's choice. Okay. But I understand it. Why? You know, that's it's a whole different that's a whole different conversation, man. So did you want to it was, touch it was between him and my mother, basically. Okay. And he had to step away. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so for tenth grade year, where do you go then? Where do you go for school? For school then? Sophomore year. Wedgwood High School. Wed well, not Wedgwood? Wedgwood. Sorry, a Mesquite High School. Mesquite High School. Yep. Okay. Yep. What's that demographic like? There was more white uh, people than in in Fort Worth. Yeah. But still mainly black, Latino. Okay. Yeah. So you shave your head before you go to school that day? That first day of sophomore year? Oh, yeah. My you head shaved. was already shaved. Oh, you shaved it right when you got back to Texas? No, nah, not right away. But that summer you shaved? Yep. Okay. Your brother had his head shaved too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was actually locked up when I got back. Okay. So. All right, so you go back to school, sophomore year. You're already walking with that mentality. So yep. are you looking for fights at this point, or are you just going to let it play out and see what happens? No, I was just coasting. Okay. I had I'd made a couple of friends, and I started a, you know, we started a band together. It was a heavy okay. metal band kind of a thing. Okay. So uh, my friend Davin and Billy. Davin was the drummer. Billy was a bassist. My brother was playing guitar because he had gotten out of prison. Okay. And I was on the vocals. Yep. So, yeah, we were going to high school with Davin and Billy. And I spent a lot of time with David over at his house, you know, always smoking weed. Yeah. Practicing. Yeah, yeah, Doing yeah. that shit. Okay. Yeah. So it was actually pretty smooth. Sophomore the, year. The first, the first part of sophomore year. Okay. But one day David got off the bus at his house and he got jumped when he got off the bus by some kids from his neighborhood, some black kids from his neighborhood. Okay. They jumped him, they beat his ass, like he tried to stab one with a pencil or something, I don't know. Was there any reason behind jumping him? I don't know, man. I don't know if he picked the fight. I don't know, you know, if they were picking on him. I have no idea, honestly. Okay. I didn't give a fuck, to be honest. Okay. I didn't care why they were beating on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, he told me that happened the very next day. Um, my head actually wasn't shaved at that point. Okay. I let my hair grow up. But anyway, the very next day that after that happened, we went to school together. We, we rode together. Yeah. And uh, the main dude from that group that had jumped him, his name, I guess, everybody called him Tank. Okay. Big dude? Yeah, he was big. Yeah. <laughs> he was in uh, David's second period English class. So I met him outside the classroom. And uh, Tank walked up right before the bell rang, and he looked at us. And he looked us up and down like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And then he walked into class. So then we walked right in after him and just started wailing on him. Right before class started? Actually, right after class started. Wait, like, so the bell rings, everybody's sitting down, the teacher's getting ready to teach, and you guys just jump on him? Yep. He was sitting at his desk. We ran in and fucking just started wailing on him. 
Wow. Yeah. So what happened? Did they break it up? Did his friends jump in? What happened? No, nobody jumped in. Um, he jumped up out of his desk. He tried fighting back, but he couldn't. You know, he was, he was outnumbered. So he ran out of the classroom and cornered him at the end of the hall. And it was about to go further. You know, we were about to, to square up again. We were, we were squared up, but then um, some big jock ran up and grabbed me, threw me up against the lockers and held me there. Okay. So... Yeah, that was the end of that fight. Okay. And then uh, I got expelled from school for that one. After that? Yeah. I had a marker in my hand when I was hitting him, so it was like a fist pack, you know? Yeah. So I put knots all over his, cut his face up and shit. And wow. I feel bad about it now, obviously, but... Right. Okay. So you get expelled, and yep. then what? I assume things get worse since you're not going to school at that point. Oh, yeah. Yep. Shit got way worse. I ended up having to stay in the house, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. So, how long before you could go back to a different school? I didn't. You didn't go back to a different school? No. Ever? No. Okay. So that was it. Tenth grade, you're done. That was it for me. I never finished tenth grade. Okay. All right. So then what are you doing with your time? You just hanging out, smoking weed? What are you doing? Hanging out, smoking weed. Drinking? Drinking, doing drugs, you know. Yep. Uh, partying too much. Spent a lot of time on my mom's computer. Okay. Got into gaming. Um, my brother met some new friends. He actually hooked up with some some dudes that he was locked up with. That's probably not good, right? That wasn't. That wasn't good. Okay. We got into a lot of trouble together. Yeah. 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 Nothing. I'm nothing. I think if we should talk about here. That's fine. Oh, good there. Yeah. Um, okay. So, at what point do you make a move? What time, you know, do you come back to Minnesota right after that? Or, you know, what happened? Um, shit, man. I, th I don't know. I think I might have been 16 or 17. Uh, my mom and I came up to Minnesota to visit my brother, my oldest brother. Yep. And uh, my brother talked to me, and he's like, yo, you're not doing anything with your life down there. Yeah. Come up here. Yeah. Go to school or get a job, you know. I'll help you. Yeah. So I did. So this is not this is a different brother. Yeah, this is this is not not my full blooded brother. Gotcha. It's my half brother. Okay. He he had a house in Big Lake. Okay. Yep. Can we actually pause, man? I gotta take a piss quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll pause. I've had like two bottles of water. Alright. <clears throat> Alright, check, check. Back from the bathroom break. Back from the bathroom break. Pause. Cracked another bottle of water. <laughs> All right, so Wolfgang Chris is back. So um, we were talking. Yep. So you came up here, your brother at the house in Big Lake. Yep. And he was like, look, man, you're not doing shit with your life. You should just come up here and move with me. Right. Live with me. Yeah, he's, he's like, you know, you're going to get yourself killed down there. Fucking around. You think he was right? Yeah. You think you would have ended up dead or in jail down there? It could have happened, for okay. sure. Uh -huh. more, than, more, more likely than not. Okay. All right, so you came back. And then what? So I came back. I started working. Um, and you've you been here ever since? Yeah. Okay. More or less. All right. So you started working. Yep. Started working. He wanted me to go to school, but I was like, fuck school. Because I was hard-headed. Yep. I think I was 17. And uh, I started working, still carrying that same mentality. Yep. You know? And uh, I met a new group of friends, you know? And just white kids. Yep. You know, one of them who, who became my best friend. 
was also racist already, but he okay. was raised that way. Yeah. You know, which is ironic because he ended up marrying like two black ladies, I don't know, later in life. Two but, uh, at the same time? Yeah, he has like mixed children now. I'm saying, but he's like. No, 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 no. He's too white? No. He okay. was, he, he's he's not a polygamist, man. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I was I was carrying that same mentality around for years. Yeah. Um, until I was 19. Is that when I met you? Yep. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that day here. So, cause I used to see you around. You had the shaved head. Your boy had the shaved head. Is that who you're talking about? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, you know, honestly, was a, living in the suburbs, not to cut you off, yep. but living in the suburbs actually made it worse. Really? Yeah. Why? Because everybody. Because there's there. more. Not white, there's more racist white people. Okay. So when you have them, you know, you gravitate towards mentality. each other. Yeah. Yeah. It made it way worse. Okay. And really for no reason. It's not like I was experiencing more and more. You know, I was I was getting in more and more fights being picked on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the, the people I was around. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you, like you said, you weren't raised that way, but it was, it was you know, experiences that changed your perspective on that. And then you said, Jay, he was raised that way. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you link up with him. And there was another dude, because I used to see you and him, you guys both had the shaved heads. And you you did look like skinheads. <clears throat> I used to see you guys. Right. There was another dude, too. Aaron. He worked there. Yeah. Aaron? Yeah. He wasn't racist. Nah, I wasn't. I don't even know who that is. It was Weston. Oh, Weston. But I don't know if he was racist, too. But he had a shaved head, too. And I used to see the three of you guys together. Yeah, I don't think he was racist. I don't think he was either. I don't nah. know. But anyway, so I used to see you guys. Weston Burns. Huh? Weston Burns. Okay. Shout out to Wes. Shout out to Wes. <laughs> Yeah, so I see you guys, and uh, I remember I used used to always like fucking give me this ice grill. Yep. You know what I mean, like this mean mug, and try to stare me down. A lot of like this happened multiple times. Yeah. And why was that? Because most people think I'm Spanish. Really? Yeah. I didn't think you were Spanish. No. No. I had braids back then, though. I think so. Yeah. You had long hair. Yeah. 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 I remember, man, with the way my where my desk was, yeah. and you'd walk in the door every day, from my right, and you'd pass in front of me. Yeah. And it was just that first day, like I, when I saw you. Yeah. That mentality, that automatic mentality, came back, and I just locked eyes with you, and I wasn't gonna look away, you know. And then every day after that, same thing. Yeah. I wasn't gonna let. I wasn't gonna look away. I wasn't gonna let you stare me down, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, I wasn't gonna wasn't going to be weak. Right. And so, because that, that little path, that hallway there, whatever, the pathway. Yeah. So, like, I I would I would keep walking. So, I would break contact because right. you were already standing there. So, I had to keep walking. So, right. I'm like, all right. But then one day, I just stopped. Yep. And I, what, I don't remember what I said, but I was something to the effect of, do you have a problem? Like, what the fuck are you looking at? Every fucking day, I walk <laughs> past here and you fucking got to, you look at me crazy. What the fuck is your problem? Yeah. And you didn't say anything. No. Nope. You just sat there stone face. Stared me down. Like, All right, fuck it. So I walked away. And then I believe it was Colin. You remember yeah. Colin? Colin came up to me, yeah. And what what did he say? Colin came up and he's like, Hey man, I don't know what's going on with you and, and Anton. He's like, but don't fuck with him. Yeah. He's like he rolls deep. Yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck how deep he rolls, man. I really don't give a shit. Wow. And then he just walked away. 
Well, okay. So then, I, I, you know, I, I was thinking about it, and it was fucking with me because that's really not in my character to like let somebody get under my skin or to snap on somebody like that. I was wondering. I was wondering. What, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because that's not it. Like, I, that's not really what I do. You know what I mean? Right. So I was just like, you know what? Let me just go talk to this dude. I felt like, you know, I snapped on him. I lost my temper. I shouldn't, you know, I should just clear the air. Because I don't like walking around having problems with people. Right. You know what I mean? I like to get shit settled. And, you know, if I approach you and you still want to be on some bullshit, okay, cool. Well, then we're going to deal with it then. But I'm not going to walk around looking behind my shoulder wondering if somebody has a problem with me. Right. If it's a problem, we're going to get to it. And if it's not a problem, we're going to squash it and move on with our lives. I'm not leaving anything unsettled. And I'm still that way to this day. If it's a problem, we're going to deal with it now. Period. I don't like to let shit fester. So I walked over to you. And, you know, I don't know if I shook your hand. You tapped me on the shoulder. I turned around. Yep. And I apologized. I was like, my bad. I didn't mean to snap on you. I don't even know what I said. I don't remember exactly what you said. Yeah. But I remember you put your hand up. And you... You had a friendly approach. Where? You know? Yeah. And that blew me away. Because I expected to turn around when I saw you. I expected to get fucking hit in the face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then we would have fucking fought right there. Right. But that's not what happened at all. And it blew me away. It blew my fucking mind that you came up and you made peace with me. Because I totally instigated that whole thing. Uh On purpose. You know? And that night I went home, man. I had to question everything that that I had had in my fucking head for the last, I don't know how many years, you know? It really made me question it. it made me question because I had, I had categorized an entire group of people like you're all the same, yep. you know? Yep. And that, that cracked that armor, mm. put a chink in that armor. Wow. And, uh, and then you approached me because you, you heard that I was freestyling with George. Okay. You yep. remember that? Yeah. You wanted to hear me spit. Okay. So then I rolled with you in the car and I freestyled for you. Okay. You invited me to the studio and the rest is history. Wow. So yeah, that, that day changed my life, man. It totally changed my life. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and that's major. And you've told me that before, that that moment literally changed your whole perspective yep. on life. Yeah. So, you know, that makes me feel good. And that that that's a message to to people and just humanity in general. Just you know, showing somebody a little bit of kindness can literally change their life. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm, I'm living proof of it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's major, man. So that day happened. I think I had a mixtape out at the time. I gave you a mixtape. It was it had a yellow cover, if I remember right. I remember what it was called though. I can't remember. It was, it was probably like. Uh, I don't remember, man. Freestyles, bootlegs, and B-sides or something like that. That sounds familiar. Like that. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Freestyles. Volume one or something. Volume two. I had like three volumes of that shit. Right. This was a while back. But, uh, yeah, okay, so gave you that. But we didn't end up like going to the studio and making music till like years later, a few years later. Because I think the first studio that I remember you coming to was over the one that Ma had in that building over... North Minneapolis I think you're right um, And that was That would have been 05 Yep 
Yep, it was after we left the building we were in at work and went to Golden Valley. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. So, all right. So, cool. Yeah. So, that kind of changed your perspective. But did it change it overnight? Like, snap, I'm changed, or just started the, the process? No, it started the process. Okay. For sure. So, it took you a while, though. Yeah. A while. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it took it took me a while to, to build up to having that mentality. So, yeah. naturally, it took a while for me to get out of it. Yeah. You know? Right. And the more and more I started seeing the way the people I was around were acting, you know? And it wasn't everybody I was around, mm-hmm. but just some of the people. And I started cutting them out. See, but like, like for instance, like Jay, he was all, like he he was always cool. Like for yeah. me, he never really showed any disrespect. Like no. I don't remember. No, he never would either. You so know? he was just kind of like, just undertone, you know. Undertone, yeah. yeah. Okay, got you. So okay, so yeah, so fast forward, you started coming to the studio. I still remember the first day you came in, the first. Was the first record you ever recorded, Snap? Was that your first record, or that was the first session? No, that wasn't the first. That wasn't the first song. No, the first okay. song was called "Nature of the Beast." Okay, and I don't have it anymore. Okay, it's like gone, lost at the pages of history. Damn. Yeah, but it was. You had some cool shit back then. You yeah, know? Snap was the third song I had ever recorded, and okay. you jumped on it. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was a good record. Yeah, and then we ended up. I mean, we've gone. We've gone out of state. We've done shows together. We've done a lot of things. Yep. Um, you You've know. always been on your grind, man. I come in and out and in and out and in and out. Pause. I've been coming in and out. You've Pause. always been on your grind. Yeah. Always consistent. Yeah. I, I, I'll say that. I need to be more consistent, though. I need to go harder. Yeah. But, you know, but I appreciate that you recognize that. But, uh, you know, and now today I will consider you one of my good friends. Absolutely. So it's crazy how things work out, man. One of my best friends and mentors. T-O-N-Y. Thank you, Absolutely. Man. Thank you, thank you. So I'm happy to have you back, man. I'm excited to hear this new music that you have coming out. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So, Me uh, too. Yeah, man. All right, well, let's uh, let's do a couple Ask Tone questions before we wrap up here. All right. Let's see what I got. <clears throat> Ask Tone. Ask, what is the best place to meet girls? The best place to meet girls? Yep. Online. <laughs> <laughs> you think? So it's it's easy. Yeah, yo, I, I was just talking to actually a friend of mine last night, and that's all he does now is he does like eHarmony or yeah. Match.com, shit like that, or Tinder. Yeah, like Tinder. I, my, my younger brother, not Nick, the one that's married, my younger brother, Macho, he meets all his girls on Tinder now. I don't know. I've never been into any online shit. I like to meet the girl out. Like, I see her, we talk or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe that's the new wave. Like, he said it was really easy. He said it's like fish in a barrel. It is. It is so, like fish in a barrel. So online. I've never done, like, the eHarmony shit or either. You know, it was always, You're like, MySpace. Back, back pages, huh? <laughs> yeah, back pages. <laughs> no, you fucking clown. Uh, it was, like, MySpace and then Facebook, you know, yeah. the social media sites. Yeah, Not the yeah. ones you go pay for and do your fucking whatever. Right, right, right. But that that was my experience. So yeah, I would say online. If not, go to the mall. Online, right? Yeah, I would say the mall is good, or like any anywhere but the club. Yeah, like don't go, go to out the club. to like the bar and the club. It's like, yo, man, half the girls you meet, they're gonna be fucking drunk. They got ten dicks thrown at them every night. Exactly. It's just a bad way to go, man. Yep. So you're gonna I catch, would say you're gonna any, catch herpes real yeah, quick. Yeah, anywhere except the club or the bar. So grocery store, mall. Just walking around, out and about, the park. Grocery store is kind of creepy, Tone. 
I don't think so. I don't think so, man. You can't go there to meet girls, so. Nah, and I don't think you should ever really go somewhere to meet girls. I think you should just go throughout your day. I agree. Living your awesome, dope life. 100%. Giving off that vibe, that energy, and then yeah. shit just falls into place. I met I met my fiance at Chipotle. You did? Yeah. There you go, man. Yeah. Perfect. Living the daily life. There it is, man. That's all it is. All right, so we got that. Um, What else we got in here? Tips on leasing an apartment. That's an odd question. That is an odd question. Uh, well, actually, I would say this, though. This is something that a lot of people <clears throat> overlook. If you're going to lease a place, well, first, number one, I would rent as cheaply as possible. So I don't know if you're like, uh, if you have a family or you're single or whatever, but you know what I mean? If you're a single dude or a girl or whatever, studio apartment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you don't need all that space. Go studio. Go studio. Rent as cheaply as possible. Now, obviously, you don't want to live in, like, the gutter. You know what I mean? You can get some real cheap, but it's like if your house is getting shot up every other week. Or if the hallway smells like piss. Yeah, that's not worth it. But a decent area as cheaply as possible. And one thing I recommend, drive by the place at night. Don't just go there during the day. That's a good tip. Because it can be a whole different situation at night. Go there at night. Also... Look at the cars that are in the uh, the parking lot. Yeah, that's an indicator. I'll tell you what, man. If if I'm going to lease a place, I'm gonna drive by there at night if shit seems cool. But listen, man, I'm gonna just say this right now. If I see a bunch of fucking hood shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Caprices on twenty twos and all that shit. I'm not fucking living there. I already know what it is, man. <laughs> You know, because I used to have those type of cars, and I know it. Well, I know what I was on. So right. nah, I'm not. I don't want to. I'm not. Nah, nah, nah. I'm good. So that would be my That's my good advice. Uh, my tips. I would say I would say save a couple months rent too before yep. you move in. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, That's good. Um, here's one: <laughs> tits or ass? Ass. Yeah, I'm gonna say ass. Wolfgang Chris says ass for sure. D Mill. Yeah, D Mills and ass three as well over here. Yeah, but yo, let me ask you this: Would you rather date an ugly girl with an unbelievable body, or an extremely pretty girl, but with no body? Not like she's out, of, like not like she's, like she's in shape. She just she's kind of thin. She really doesn't have a figure. She's just kind of like a stick figure, but she's beautiful, like a model. You know, like the models are just real skinny. I go number two for sure. The pretty girl with no body. Yeah, hundred percent. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I mean, I guess it just depends what you're going for, man. But I mean, some guys would say they'd rather have the chick with the body. It's because they just want to turn her around. I suppose so. There you go. <laughs> um, why are guys? Why are all guys assholes? I just think you've been dealing with assholes. Quit meeting guys at the club. That's that's the biggest thing. There it is. Yeah. So that applies too. Where's the best place to meet girls? It also applies to girls meeting dudes. Don't go to the club or the bar thinking you're going to meet, you know, the man of your dreams. That is such a loaded question, Tone. What's that? That, well, that question you just well, had. guys, it is. It is such a loaded question. I could talk all day on it. Speak. It's, it's, it's like girls get dudes so easy. They go through so many dudes. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with fucking douchebags because of where you're meeting them. Right. You go to the club to get the attention they go to the club to get the pussy. You, you got to understand the dynamic there. You're going to get one kind of guy. 
Exactly. You're not going to find me in a club. Nope. You're not going to find Tone in a club. Nope. You're not going to find D-Mill in a club. Well, I mean, I go to the club, Well, but yeah. not to meet girls. Correct. That's what I mean. <laughs> right. We're not going to be like, oh, can I get you a drink? Right. And honestly, I'm not going to the club unless it's like an event. Like if it's, if like if right. D-Mill's DJing, he's like, yo, Tone, come through. Right. Or if it's somebody's birthday party or if it's something. Right. So that, we're not we're But not I'm just not going, going there just to have like a hangout. Like I don't really, nah, that's not, not my I'm wearing scene, a button up stripey going out to get laid. Yeah, I'm, you I'm know? cool on that, man. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you're right, man. Like uh, it really is, it, <laughs> you ladies have to up your standards. Your For standards sure. are so low. You get with these dusty piece of shit guys and then you wonder why he shits on you. Correct. Up your standards, man. I tell my daughter. Quit, quit settling. Time. Quit fucking settling. Quit settling. Exactly. So yeah. Alright. Uh we'll just do one more here. Um no. Uh here's one. Is loyalty overrated? No. No, hell no. I think lo- yo man, to be honest, that's my number one. What kind of question is that? I don't know. That's a weird question. That's my number one uh, quality I look for in people, man. Absolutely. Friends and also girls that I'm dealing with or whatever. Like, if if somebody's not loyal, what's the point? Seriously. Yeah. So. You're not going to get any, You get, nothing positive will come out of that. Not at all, man. Nope. Not at all. I, well. Maybe maybe that person that asked that question needs to uh, reevaluate themselves. Something. Loyalty is ne- definitely not overrated. It's no. number one quality, I think. Grow some if you don't have any. <laughs> All right. Yo, one more time. <clears throat> Chris, where can they follow you? The Midwest, at The Midwest Wolf yep. on all social media. At The Midwest Wolf. Yep. Follow D-Mill at DJ D-Mill. Follow me at Twin City Tone. It's another episode of the Twin City Tone podcast in the books. We're out. Peace. Thanks for having me. <clears throat>